Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. Hi, Mike. Introspective. Introspective, you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, not really. I was gonna say given to that time of given to that sort of thinking this time of the year or I thought you were going to say that time of the month there for a second. I was going to be like, hey, you know I haven't gotten my period in a lot of years because I went through menopause. Manopause? Manopause. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I had to start off with, uh, with a little something for you. Uh, my beard's getting rather long. Uh, I haven't shaved or trimmed my beard in uh, it seems like a long time. And I was standing in front of the mirror today, and I had the thought that, you know, if my beard continues to grow, and it's super fucking gray and white now, like, there's more gray and white hair in it than there is you know, any other discernible hair color that might look like something else on my head. Although right. apparently I have a shitload of gray hair in my hair, too. I, I can't see it because, you know, the angle it's at that I normally look at it in the mirror when you're trying to like look at the top of your head. Yeah. But uh, I thought, boy, I would probably make a pretty good Santa Claus at some point. So I'm standing in the bathroom going, ho, 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 and kind of, you know, laughing to myself. And then my significant other walked in the bathroom and was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then I had to be like, I was acting like I'm Santa Claus. I mean, like, like it was a normal thing. We'll just play it off as, uh, as that. So, that's how I yeah. get off. What the fuck? That's, <laughs> some days I need something to pick me up just a little bit. And one of those things is act like Santa Claus. And I'm like, oh, yeah, having a fat belly now doesn't matter, does it? Because I'm supposed to have something like a bowl full of jelly. And when my cheeks get red from walking down the stairs because I'm so out of shape, my cheeks are fucking rosy like they're supposed to be. You know. <laughs> yeah. So... No. You're a you're a jolly old elf. Is that what you're I saying? I was. I was this morning. I was fully clothed in everything. I'll have you know. Oh, I had no sort of picture in my mind of how I sort of saw you without a shirt, but wearing hmm. suspenders. I do wear suspenders periodically because I find that uh, the older I get, the weirder shaped parts of me are, and the harder it is for me to keep my my ass crack in my jeans, even with a belt on. So yeah. sometimes, depending on which jeans they are, I will wear suspenders. And I wear suspenders with a belt. Uh, I know that's kind of a faux pas, but how else am I going to keep my fucking phone case on my side? You can't put a phone case on suspenders. You look like a dork. I would argue I would argue that you um, look like a dork with a phone case, but that's just me. Well, you see, it's that or I break my phone screen because I sit on it or something like that. So, you know. Well, I understand. I'm just saying glasses, glasses protectors and pocket protectors aren't cool looking either. That's true. That's true. I never wore Prudence a... Is uh, never cool. Prudence is never cool looking is what I'm saying. <laughs> I never wore a pocket protector in my life. That's a lie. I actually have worn one before because I used to walk around with a lot of with like pens in my pocket and stuff, and I'd be like, I don't want to get ink on my shirt. So yes, I shamefully uh, probably did uh, wear pocket protectors periodically, and then I used to wear a suit to work, and I stuck my pens in my suit pockets because I didn't pay for the suits and care. But I did see one of my coworkers once um, when it, his fucking pen exploded in his pocket, and I was like, Yeah, that's. 
That's a terrible thing to happen when you got a pen in your pocket. It really oh, that is. Happened, yeah, that happened to me one time when I was at working at Game at Kmart. Um, and my Did you boss, Kmart. I kind of, I kind of muffled the word. Yeah, I ended up saying Kmart. <laughs> hey, all um, your one-stop shopping. Yeah, and the manager got mad at me because my pen exploded in my pocket. He made me go home and change. I was like, you know, I didn't get paid for the time I was off either. I had to walk home, walk Sounds all the like way back. Sounds like it was really something that you did on purpose, to be honest. Yeah, totally wanted my pen to explode in my brand new shirt that I really, really like. Yeah, I was so I proud mean, of that shirt. Who does My cowboy shirt. But, you know, you you didn't grow up in the same type of, like, environment that I did in terms of neighborhood. Like, yours was more countrified, where I lived in the suburbs. So, like, there was a big conglomeration of kids riding, riding around on bikes um, uh, in the neighborhood. And there'd always be one kid whose parents were extra cautious and had him wearing a helmet. And it was like, <laughs> that yep. kid was, like, the big nerd, and everyone made fun of him for that. And now it's like... Everyone wears a helmet all the time, you know, for everything. And like, in fact, to the point where bicyclists think they're Lance Bass or not Lance Bass. <laughs> That's the guy from fucking Speaking of sick, gay. isn't it? <laughs> I like fucking, that. That was fucking Frank Lance Bass. No, from Lance, uh, yeah. yeah, Lance, Lance Armstrong. Armstrong, Lance yes. Armstrong. Even his name is douchey. It, yeah, it Armstrong. really is. I mean, it's funny how the guy was like a hero, and then they found out that he cheated, and then all of a sudden he became like a pariah to everybody. And then he's like, oh, I got cancer. And they're like, oh, now we feel bad kind of for making fun. Wait, did, did they find out about him cheating after he had the cancer or before? Before, I believe. Okay. He was then, pumping yeah. like human blood into his heart or some crazy shit like that. It was... Yeah, what even, a, I don't what know what it was. It was something really fucking like it was. I guess whatever it was, it was totally legal. You know, it wasn't like a crime of war or anything. Like I'm, I'm making <laughs> it sound like oh yes, he was pumping infant blood into himself. Like I don't know what it was. It was like plasma or something. Yeah, but but like it was clearly a you know an, an illegal enhancement. Now I've always argued, and this is because I'm not a sports guy. I've always argued if the pinnacle of human achievement can be achieved by any means, why not let those means dictate the level of achievement? What if all now, I guess that's the, the big problem with that. And this is where I'm not thinking like a parent is that, well, mm-hmm. you know, then you're setting a bad example for kids. But I'm saying well, then you like, end a, up like Lyle Alzado, the football player who took steroids, whose balls and dick shrank and he died of brain cancer at a very early age. Well, there that's are some why. people who will sign on for that. And, and if that's their life choice as adults, I say, let's have a mutant league, you know, <laughs> let's have a straight up fucking mutant league of football players and ba- basketball players and baseball players. And we'll just invent a new high, high energy, high stakes game that is like sort of like something like football, but mixed with hockey um, hmm. and an extraordinarily violent. That's like and fucking rugby. I think you just yeah. described rugby. Maybe, or, yeah. Or lacrosse. Maybe, yeah. But more violent. I'm talking, talking like, and more more potential for grievous body, like, bodily like, harm. Like rollerball? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah. 
you know, you're you're not a sports guy, and I just wanted to open this door a little bit since we opened up this Pandora's box of opinions from people uh, regarding steroids. I kind of am. It's one of those things where, like, if it's somebody that I hate, <laughs> like like a Mark McGuire or, a, or one of those guys who like break a long-standing record for a guy who you think did everything clean. You know, mm-hmm. I'm always like, yeah, fuck that guy and everything. But the fact of the matter is that a lot of athletes from back in like the 70s and 60s and 50s were doing steroids and didn't realize it or they were doing things that were much worse. Yeah. And it was just a normal thing and they didn't think twice about it and nobody brings it up. But the thing about steroids is it doesn't it enhances your performance in the fashion that it can it lowers the amount of recovery time that you need so you can work out harder but you've still yeah. got to work out yeah. you still got to bust your ass to get to that point right. so it's kind of like one of those things where I'm like well yeah the dude obviously broke his nuts to become you know some fucking uh, massive hulk of a person who you know, is able to hit a baseball so hard that he rips the cover off of it. But at the same time, you know, if it's against the rules, it's against the rules. It doesn't matter why. They don't have to explain yeah. to you why you're not allowed to use it, but you broke the rules. Well, and so, I agree you know, with that. I agree with that. And someone like that, for example, doesn't really need to be inducted into the the sports hall of fame, like the football hall of fame, whatever. Yeah. They get, they get asterisks next to their, uh, next to their achievement. That's, that's what their solution to it is. Well, so. it, it brings up a pretty interesting question. Like right now, the level of, of prosthetic limbs that we have mm-hmm. have become so sophisticated that um, aside from tactile feedback in the form of someone feeling in yeah, their nerve endings, it's still mind-boggling what they're capable of with haptic feedback and movement and, and the finesse and the strength and the ability to know when, you know, it's like, it's like you're really using a hand. It's amazing what they're able to do now. How yeah. long until the, the uh, kind of um, prosthetics that are available become so good that perfectly capable athletes opt in for surgery to have their legs and arms removed to become and replaced cyborgs. With, to become cyborgs? Yeah. Right. Have these new things grafted onto their bodies Ooh. and become superhuman. That you know? is. That is an interesting uh, question. Um, I think maybe not so much. Um, I wasn't chuckling over that. Maybe not so much, um, you know, having limbs removed and stuff like that, but maybe, you know, trying to figure out how to enhance what they already have to make themselves, like, ridiculous like that. I don't know. I mean, I, I could see... If, if if the level of fame and fortune and everything else exists, I could very easily see um, that happening. Like, now, as soon as it was available. I agree. But one of the questions that would be brought into you – know, things that would be brought into question immediately would be the morality of it. Ethics, yeah. The ethics of it. Like, mm-hmm. is that – do no harm while well, you're sawing off two perfectly good arms and legs. I guess as long as they donate them to somebody who needs them, right? Right. Yeah. Like, you like maybe there's some starving cannibals somewhere who need a massive burly arm uh, to barbecue over a spit. You know. I was gonna say you don't normally hear about arm donors and leg donors, but I suppose in, no. a, in a pinch, 
Taking someone else's leg if you've just been mangled in a car crash, I would accept that. I'm not sure where exactly we're at with that because I know like they've transformed, they they transplanted human ha- hands and stuff, and it's it's like crazy amazing that they can do it, but also something I don't want to look at. Like that woman that had her face ripped off and her hands ripped off and everything by that ape, and they gave her like a new face. Yeah, I mean it's amazing that she was able to survive through that, but it's not something that I would you know want to actively be just surfing the web and pick up and start looking at because it's just we're not there yet. We're yeah. not there yet. Yeah, well, I mean, but we've so come a long well way. Yeah, I'm not as well versed as 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 I should be. Well, if you look back at like World War One and stuff, and World mm-hmm. War Two, what they were doing with burn victims and stuff, reconstructing their faces, it's I mean, it's pretty astounding the stuff that they can do now. That they can they can get you know bodies not to reject things and and everything else. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's awesome, but it's also just fucking you know weird it's weird but it's it's just good science and practice and and uh, i'd say personally and i don't really mean to denigrate an entire um profession but plastic surgeons who are actually doing things to save people's you know quality of life as Mm -hmm. opposed to boob jobs and fucking um, you know, like like tummy tucks and now, shit. I'm not a big boob job guy. I've never been uh, a big fan of silicone tits because I think they always look terribly fake. It just to me the whole thing screams kind of trashy. Yeah. And fake and and all that and 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 yeah and and I think that people who are that type of plastic surgeon who specialize in that are perpetuating sort of they're like game show hosts to me, you know, with doctors. Doctors. I knew a lady. I knew a lady Degrees. that had implants done, and hers were like ridiculous. And she was like, "Go ahead, you can, you know, kind of squeeze." And I'm like, "It felt like, um, like a fucking Bag basketball. It felt like a basketball inside of like what I would assume because I didn't actually touch a boob. It was like through a shirt, but it was still, it was very unnatural. And I'm like." I just I just think of those ridiculous porn stars from the '90s that had like the gigantic you know beach ball sized titties that were hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and the skin was yeah. like straining and stretched on the sides of them and everything, <laughs> and you see ribs and stuff. And I'm like, she ran out of skin. Obviously, if she gets fucked too hard, her back's gonna rip open. <laughs> <laughs> You know, or something like that. It's just insane to me that you would want to do that. It's not Some, sexy at all. And if somebody said it was, they lied. Sometime in the t- early 2000s, I found this uh, horrible trend called twine implants, like silicon twine implants. I'm not sure what makes them different twine? from a normal silicon. Twine, like like string, yeah. Like Yeah, I was going to say like, like string rope, something like that. Okay. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, what I'm picturing is, is like a, a twine made of silicone that's wrapped up to make these boobs. But then I just think of, because they're massive. They're like, you know, size. Does it have like the texture of a lasso? That's what I'm thinking. Like a, it looks like, like Princess ra- Leia's fucking hair, only on your tits. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, but there are these for these gigantic, like I don't know, like like Zulu size, like Z sized. 
that's that's just ridiculous. I, I don't breasts, yeah, J cups like, or something. Yeah, you can't tell me that any. I I I, tr- I do not believe that somebody looks at something like that and goes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm afraid they do, Mike. I'm afraid I don't, they I do. I don't believe it. I don't believe anybody does. You'd be surprised what people are into. And I think part of it is a desensitization. Yeah, I guess like if you're looking for something new because you can't get off to other things, maybe that that would explain it. Right. But now, at the same time, to, they're just take that fucking to a, terrible. But take that to a hardcore pornography addiction level. Yeah. Where you're like jacking it five, six times a day, and all you're doing is going through porn, 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 and you're Not so desensitized. Not since I was in my early 20s. <laughs> right. And yeah. you're so desensitized to that point that stuff you start lurking into weirder and weirder places. Yeah, the same people that enjoy watching scat and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like peeing is one thing. Shitting, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not saying that I that I dig the peeing thing, but you know, I, I always I always like those those chicks that squirt. As they put it, and I'm like, are they just pissing on their co-stars? Are they, like, loading up their vag with a bunch of liquid, like, right before that part of the scene and then just shooting it out? Like, how I exactly does that work? Because I, I don't do believe that, um, that that much volume comes out. And it sure looks like pee. Yeah. You know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's pee. I've never found that to be a particularly sexy I, thing. In that case, but I squirt I guess, probably about six times a day into my toilet. I guess, <laughs> like, you know, you say you bring those things up, and no one just starts off into that. You know what I mean? Like that's an acquired taste. To, I would say, yeah, for the most part, to, that to that's kind there. of yeah. That's like, like, you know, like, like like the people that take those giant meat hooks and stick them into their backs and get suspended by stuff, like people that get off on that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah you, don't, do. you, don't, you don't start there, generally. Unless <laughs> unless someone started you down your sexual path with something like that, whatever Ooh, it was. That'd be, that'd be a tough sell. The meat hooks thing would be, yeah. So I had this older brother. You know, oh God! And I walked into his bedroom one day, and he had one of those giant fishing hooks up his ass, and it was somehow simultaneously coming out the tip of his penis. And I went, "That's for me." Yep, and <laughs> these that's are two systems that aren't even connected. <laughs> Did you know there are things? They're called anal anchors. <laughs> yep, for real, and it's like a rope system with a hook. Wow. Like a, a metal, like a metal hook that goes yeah. up into the butt, and yeah. then wraps around, and then there's like a, a, a rope sort of tied around the body, and I'm just thinking, what if you have to take a poop really, really badly all of a sudden? I guess you better be able to split that thing with the hook, huh? I guess it's not so. the time. It's not the time to eat peanuts or get constipated. That's for sure. No, for <laughs> sure. Yep, anal hook. That's mm-hmm. I just it's like I just don't get it. Gear. Well, it's like the people that that do the urethra stuff. I know we we have discussed this before. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, sounding. Putting, yeah, putting stuff. I I don't I don't. I mean, if there's something extremely pleasurable to it, maybe I could get it. But I've gotten soap in the tip of my dick before, and just judging by that, I don't think any foreign object going in there would be pleasurable. Did I ever tell you? On, did I ever? <laughs> soap talk, made me scream. 
So Did I ever talk you know. on the show about the time that I had that uh, cytoplasty or whatever the hell it was? Cyto. I think I had... you did. Okay, I thought so. I you had can, like you a can test. just paraphrase it here if you like. You know, the, I I had. I had uh, problems with my bladder, and I had to have a, a scope run up my urethra. Yeah. Yeah. And did it you find it pleasurable? Not in the least. It was horrible. The guy said this will be slightly un- this will be slightly <laughs> uncomfortable, and then punches this thing up my dick hole, and then fills my <laughs> dick and and balls with cold water, just freezing cold water. <laughs> it's still it's still funny to hear. I'm sorry. It was, hor- it was horrible. It in there. I just met this guy being like, like he was, like he was trying to jab a sword through a fucking dragon skull or something. Just like exactly. Yeah! Like, thunk, and he's jamming thunk. his thing down. And you're like, my penis was already almost non-existent, sir. It did not take that much force to push through that inch and a half of flaccid skin. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> because I'm assuming, like you know, like most people, I wouldn't exactly be uh, sporting any wood if I knew somebody was putting something in my pee hole. No, I would no, be. No. I would be so flaccid that I'd be like, I'm sure there's a penis there somewhere. Looks like I have a vagina with a scrotum sticking out of it. <laughs> but presumably, you know? there are people who would be massively erect at the idea. And in fact, I wonder, as as a doctor, how many times you must experience that in your career, like doing physicals Whereas, and stuff like that. You know, yeah. yeah where somebody's and like, oh, is I just got wood. raging on with wood because they're so anticipating this moment where you're gonna touch their balls and tell them to cough. I had to get a physical one time for a job, and I had this young uh, doctor must have been. If she was even a doctor, they said she was a doctor. I don't know, Uh, and I wasn't checking, but she was very attractive, and she had to do that whole cough thing. And the only thing I'm thinking is I don't want a boner right now, but if I could show a little bit. That would be ideal. So I'm not going to be the guy that she's like, this guy pulled his pants down, and I swear to you, he had the smallest penis I've ever seen. You know, or something like that. Because, I I, I mean, naturally, when I go in to get that stuff done, I don't give a fuck who's in there. I'm like, you know, at doctor's offices, don't turn me on. Yeah. At all. I'm yeah. not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the doctor. And I'm like, you know, like rubbing myself through my pants while I'm sitting in the parking lot or something. It just doesn't happen. You know. So that was very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. She was very attractive and she was nice. I'm sure she only laughed a little bit about my penis. Yeah. Well, just you know, a little. I'm sure that they don't even think about it at that point. I mean, maybe, I think they're probably desensitized for the most part, unless you come yeah. in with like an elephant cock. Then they probably are like, "You should have seen this. This thing was gigantic. Oh, it looked I'm like a sure. fucking baby fisting an apple." I'm sure that behind every drunk doctor are some really, really great stories, and terrifying ones also. Oh yeah, I bet they'll yeah. laugh hysterically at that because they're so desensitized. I saw this woman one time, and her labia were so long. <laughs> you know how long were they? You know they were so long they clapped at her knees when she walked. You know, or something like that. Like I'm sure that they've got <laughs> yeah. stories that would blow your mind and make you want to throw up at the same time. Like like my buddy who used to work at the uh, Camp Hill Prison. The stories that he used to he told me, I don't know if I brought that up on here or not. I don't remember no. anymore. But, uh, yeah, some of the stories that he would tell me about that, because I thought about getting into corrections at one point in time because they're always hiring. 
And I was like, well, how bad can it really be? And then I heard stories from a guy who worked uh, for like 20 years doing uh, doing that, was there during the riots and everything else. And I'm like, yep, going to check that one off the list of things that I'm never going to do or onto the list of things I'm never going to do. Like there was a guy that he had seen that uh, I don't know what the guy did. I don't remember, to be honest with you. I'm sure he had a story behind it. But to get revenge on him, a bunch of his fellow inmates fucked him repeatedly, raped him. And wow. the guy got so messed up after that that he would walk around and his pants would just fall down. And he was in such a trance that he wouldn't even try to pick him up. And my buddy was wow. like, you know, his asshole was like an elephant trunk after that. Jesus Christ. That's not really funny. And then he said, you know, that there were dudes that were in, like, the uh, maximum security area that were just so desperate for attention from another human being that they would, like, jizz on candy and slide it between the cells. And then the guy in the next cell would eat it and everything. And I'm just like, wow, that is – that's something. That's really disturbing. You know, and he saw dudes – he saw dudes get – you know, beat to death and everything else. And I'm like, that's, you know, prison is not a place for, I mean, that's why people that are in prison, I'm assuming are so, are so hard towards everything because you have to be in order to survive. It's like a war zone every day right? that you almost probably won't survive. You know, if, if you don't steal yourself to it, it's just, it's, it's insane. It's just insane. And knowing that stuff, I mean, I'm sure that when he was doing it, it was a lot different than it is today. But still, I mean, that's just that's bad. Well, and there are a lot of problems with the prison system and the way it's run. Oh yeah. Um, and quite honestly, not I don't think many people actually belong behind bars for the things that they're doing. I think a lot of times they need to be corrected in some other way. Yeah, like like maximum security. Yes, I get that. But some sure. of the other stuff, you know. It's questionable. It's questionable, especially, I mean, I know we are both proponents for uh, legalizing marijuana. Right. And uh, I I don't use myself, but I don't have a problem with people being able to get it legally. I think that it's well past time to, to legalize, and I think that it's foolish that we allow alcohol to the degree that we do, and people die from that, you know numerous times a day like i'm not sure what the actual statistic is but that nobody has ever died from a pot overdose or anything like that so you know it's kind of it's kind of a shitty thing where it's like well unless we can figure out how to tax the fuck out of you for it and make you not want to do it we won't make it legal it's kind of what it feels like to me because there's a lot of people in power that are using it and getting away with it yeah, you know, it's it's good for the elitist class, but not for the surf. You know, I, I I don't really fully understand. I still believe that it's a lobbyist issue. I yeah. believe it. It's, it's a plant, it has bro. a lot to do with. Well, no, I mean, no, no, I, I know. You, I'm just, I know. I was just adding another thing onto it. It's a fucking plant, man. It's like a natural plant. You know, yeah. it's like a natural thing, and shit can be made from from the plant and everything else. And yeah, but you're well, like, oh, you know, it's it's all bad. No, it's not really. The, are you familiar with with how marijuana got the name that it got, and and the the, the reputation that it has had for such a long time? I, I am not. So please enlighten me. Randolph Hearst, the paper magnate. 
I'm aware of that name, yeah. Back in the 1930s, I want to say. This is right around the jazz era. William Randolph Hearst. William Randolph Hearst. Yes. I think that's correct, yes. Um, He uh, was a big paper guy, and he recognized the threat, the looming threat that hemp as a trade could present to his paper empire. Mm-hmm. So he began finding everything he could to smear the the marijuana and make it look demonized in society's eyes. Um, and uh, he called them jazz cigarettes. And back then, basically, <laughs> yeah, that makes, that, it was sound, that makes it sound even cooler. Like jazz cigarettes. Well, the idea is, okay, well, so these young riffraff are smoking them and oh they're black people and oh this and oh that and 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 this was in 1930s you know so people weren't particularly keen on the idea of that and he just kept working it and working it and working it until um until finally they made it illegal i can't remember what year they made it illegal but that was his doing. He demonized the shit out of it. That whole reefer madness. All I was going to say reefer madness was the first thing I was going to bring up there. Yep. Yep. Reefer madness. All that stuff came out of that kind of propaganda department um, to, to scare, you know, God-fearing Americans into uh, being wary of the devil plant. You know, the devil. Mm-hmm. The devil's lettuce. Yeah, the devil's lettuce. And and to this day, a lot of the faulty or, or flawed or debunked statements that they have made um, about the drug persist in people's minds, like the fact that it kills brain cells. It does not kill brain cells. That's not true. <laughs> it's just you're, not you're true. You're still one of the smartest people I know. Right. <laughs> well... Thank you. you. Know. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I incarcerating people, there's people that are in prison longer for weed. Right. Than people who have caused actual damage and ruined lives with uh, white collar crimes and stuff like it just uh, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Again, it's a fucking plant. I it's know something that occurs naturally and we use all kinds of other plants for medicinal purposes. You know, I just, I, I just, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. When, when you've got alcohol that, and I know comparing the two of them is like comparing apples and oranges at a certain point, but in the same frame that they both can get you high in different ways, you know. I don't think that they're all that dissimilar in the fact that they're both intoxicants of a sort. They're both a, 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 a downtime sort of habit. Not yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be doing it when you have to be driving, you know, for a living or as you're going into work or something like that in general. Right, right. You know, but it's a leisure. It's a leisure thing. It's a leisure activity. And if it becomes more than a leisure activity, then it's becoming a problem regardless yes. of what it is. It's just like if you drink so much damn coffee that you're up till three in the morning, even though you get up at six in the morning. Because Masturbating you at my desk, not acceptable. It's the same kind of a thing, you know? Yeah, well, I don't know. I think you kind of lost me on that one, but oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I just, I mean, it made sense in my mind. Well, you don't even work at a desk, so. that's Yeah, well, that makes it even worse. <laughs> Masturbating at somebody else's desk. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible thing to walk into on a Monday morning. 
Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> Bro, the first thing that goes doing? through my—you don't even work here, man. I was like, but I, yeah, yeah, you got me there. But <laughs> this is a primo spot, and I can see you've been doing it too. You know, kind of one of those things. So I'm sure you're familiar with the the existence of quote unquote nice guys. Uh, vaguely, vaguely. Okay, so basically, uh, a nice guy is the sort of guy who claims to be nice to girls when all their guys are obviously jerks to them, and mm-hmm. and and they're like cordial and they'll hold the door for you the and all this stuff. Knight in shining armor. Knight in shining armor, white knight, yeah, whatever you want to call them. But uh, it's very, very, very shallow attempt to get laid and it it is usually perpetrated by spineless, pathetic, cowardly people who ah, don't know yeah. how to communicate with anyone let alone someone of the opposite sex and ex- ass- assume that they're entitled to sex because they're nice. And they say, well, your boyfriend isn't going to treat you well like I would. You should be with me. And then when their advances are rebuked, which they inevitably are because these people come off as slime balls, sort of undercutting the boyfriend, you know, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is just a slimy move to begin with. Uh, doing all that and then... Um, and then when when re- rebuked, they'll say, well, I didn't really want to go out with you anyway. You're fat. Or, oh. or far worse. That's like, that's a tame version of that. And then it gets far worse. Um, so so that's, the, that's the nice guy. And, and they're really on the borderline with incels. You know, it's funny you should be talking about this because I happen to know somebody that I can bring in that's kind of an expert. On the nice guys. Well, that's interesting. Well, and, and, um, ha- and has a slightly different point of view because I mean, you're making it sound kind of bad, and I agree with oh, you. Yeah. But uh, I don't know that this person is gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have her. I'm gonna have her come in here. Okay. Okay. Who Who are we okay. talking to? Hi, Tom. Long time listener, first time ever being on here. Hello. My name Hello. is Tina. How are Hi, you? Tina. I'm good, Tina. How are you? Oh, I am great. I hear you talking about these nice guys, right? So mm-hmm. I've seen them on Reddit, and I've seen some of the negative things that people have to say about them. And I have to say I disagree. I think nice guys are very nice. They give me attention. I had a one guy that he would send me pictures of his hog, and it was huge. And I love Harley Davidson's, let me tell you. Oh, my goodness. And then there was this other guy who used to send me pictures of his cock. Big chicken fan myself, too. I stay away from the, uh, you know, that one restaurant that sells the chicken. But uh, otherwise, I love it. And then there was this guy that used to send me pictures of his hog, too. He was a farmer. Fantastic looking hog. I got to go see it a couple times. Very nice. Made some good bacon. But uh, that was really terrible. I don't think I want to stick with that. 
Can I start over? <laughs> no, I think we should keep this part in. Wow, that was bad. I was trying to think of some hog jokes and it didn't work, you know. But anyway, these guys, they give me all this attention and then they send me pictures of their peckers. No chicken jokes here. And, uh, you know, I get laid sometimes and so what if they call me fat? I am fat. You know, a fat stand for pretty hot and tempting, like in the 1990s, you know what I'm saying? Sure. I so, mean, it's just, uh, I love the attention. I love it. Okay, but uh, you're also sort of encouraging really nasty behavior from people. Being oh, I like nasty and- boys. Uh, yeah, but these are people who are are, are, are are mentally scarred, narcissistic man-children. Oh, man-children. Really f- yeah, the kind that I can force to wear a diaper and a bib. Oh. Yeah, I like oh, that, too. I don't know about that. I'm sure, sure. I mean, and, and more power to you. I'm just saying, I don't know. I like to think I'm turning it around on them. You know, I'm taking the power away from them and giving it to myself. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Yeah. I'm a little I'm a little concerned, however, that uh like I said, you're encouraging this behavior in these young men who are already deluded and maybe maybe I don't know, maybe I've had a couple of them, believe me, what they have was not diluted. They must have been backed up because there was a ton of it. (laughs) Oh, my. Let me ask you a a question. Have you ever watched a show called uh, Big Mouth? Of course I have. You remind me of one of the hormone monsters. No, 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 no. I'm definitely modeled after Mrs. Bighead from Rocco's Modern Life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ed. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) But anyway, I wanted to tell you that while I was on Reddit, I was on there promoting my OnlyFans page. I do dick ratings and a girlfriend experience and humiliation and all that kind of stuff. And it's only $3 a month. $3 a month gets you all of that. And that's how I'm able to afford that 1986 Ford Escort that I'm driving right now. My God. Of course you have an OnlyFans. Of course you Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Everyone has an OnlyFans these days. It's it's Who doesn't want me to rate their penis? <laughs> Did you say rate? Yes, rate. Okay, okay, okay. Just making sure. I didn't hear the I other word. I didn't say rape. Because, okay, you know, cause... can't rape the willing, you know? You're sending me a picture of your hog. I know what you want. I know what you want. You want me to step on it with my big size 13 heels i got really big feet <laughs> really big feet Are i they will make veiny? your nutsack look like a flapjack like hobbit feet well i mean i got a little bit of hair on my toes maybe Would i'm not gonna put... say that my name was always tina well i mean if you've got hairy feet could you put like uh like mascara on the hair Mm, you know, I never thought about that. I could use some of that lash extender. 
There you go. Get that oh, on there. Man. Oh, my goodness. I could have the most lush foot hair you ever saw. I never saw. You know. I'm I, some I kind of an, a northeastern sorry. accent mixed with New York, obviously. <laughs> I shouldn't I shouldn't be making fun of your accent, ma'am. I'm sorry. Yeah, you have quite an accent yourself there. What accent do I have? You sound like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no? No, I guess you're right. I, I, I do sort of sound like an asshole. Flapping in the wind. You know. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. an asshole flap in the wind? I have. It's ugly. I try to You keep really my gotta eyes, do some my... work on a butthole to make it stick out like that. I was gonna say, I think I'm sheltered in that regard. I have seen the goatsy man. Well, I know I know that guy. Oh, you and do? I can tell you that he worked many hours a day sitting on stanchions in parking lots. You know, those big yellow ones. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. Wow. He is cavernous from the edge of his skin straight up into his abdomen. He could hide a small family and smuggle them across the border. My question, I suppose... Like a well, coyote he be, asshole. He must be a wonderful drug mule. Oh, Yes. He was also really good back in the 90s for stealing Beanie Babies from the drugstore. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I hope you put them in a plastic bag of some kind before you uh, put them in there. Well, I used to blame the smell on the uh, sweatshops that they were made in. You know, people still took the s- them. What about the stains? His anus is surprisingly clean. Ugh. Very clean. I heard he uses the power washer on it. He oh, go through God, the car that's... wash and that big squeegee brush thingy that goes on your car. It would just right in there and clean it right out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what you got to do. Use a hot <laughs> wax. Uh, well, you know, yes, because it gave him a nice sheen. OK, that's not Charlie Sheen. Fucking... I know. Yeah, you know. That's why that thing is so fucking shiny and perfectly pink. Oh, yeah. Not a, not oh, yeah. a speck of poop on it. It's just pure pink, <sighs> like, meat. Last meat. I heard, last I heard, he was hanging out in the Hamptons and renting it out. Okay. You could spend a night inside of Goatsy. They called the Goatsy Hamptons Experience. Oh, he wow. would even pile like a... snow. He would even pile snow up coming to the entrance so you could ski out in the morning. Okay. It's really fantastic. So he, was, so, so he was like a bed and breakfast. Or not More a bed less, and breakfast. Uh, 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 an, Air, an Airbnb. <laughs> there was some air in there, trust me. Oh, my goodness. He couldn't an close ass, the door properly. An ass B&B. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about breakfast and whatever he had might have made its way down to you, but, uh, you know. I'm too classy for that. No, you're clearly far too classy for that, Tina. Absolutely. I'm a lady, damn it. How, With an um, Adam's apple. Uh, oh, okay. It's um, just it's genetics. Oh, it, oh, no judgments here. I'm just uh, wondering how many packs of uh, cigarettes a, a, a day you smoke. I don't smoke cigarettes. Oh, really? I like to take those Swisher Sweets and smoke them instead. Oh, okay. 
you know. I got the, fucking hairy knuckles like one of those cartoon character construction workers, too. Apropos of nothing, but thank you for sharing yeah, that you know, information. I'm just, I'm just saying, if I ever got a hold of your wang, I'd twist it up like Play-Doh. Oh, no. I don't want that to happen. Like in the Fun Factory. I make it come out like in little strings. Can you have a little... So, could I have it come out like, um, like a star shape? Absolutely. I think that would be I could rad. even take one of those little weird guys that you used to push them down and the hair would come out the top. I can do that, too. I have a just radical... jam it onto your helmet there and, and just push it until it pops out the top. Uh. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's. I mean, I don't know what else to say. But back to the original topic. What was it again? Oh, yeah, uh, nice. nice guys. Nice guys, yeah. I mean, they 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 tell you and they make you feel good, and then you give them what they want, and then they treat you like shit. But uh, you know, I mean, it's a living. It's a living. That's how I get things. I like to hold it's off a- just a little bit sometimes, but these guys are so pent up, so pent up. You wouldn't believe what they would do. So you get by on 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 your looks alone, would you say? Or Absolutely. Is, is there a little bit of? I'm kind of a mix between Roseanne Barr and Abe Vigoda. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So so wide, but sort of loose. Yeah, and a little hairy. Okay. I mean, we've already been over that. Yeah, we have at length. There's people that think that I'm wearing like fancy sweatpants. It's not. I don't have pants on at all. <laughs> my bush goes from my waist to my ankles. It's fantastic. Lush. So you're, so you're a Sasquatch. Well, I wouldn't say a Sasquatch. I think that's kind of rude, Tommy. I mean, if I was wow. going to be honest, I would say um, a Yeti. <laughs> that's the same thing. Feet are slightly smaller. Okay. Well, you did say you had large feet. You were hairy. I do. Not that big. Oi. Well, maybe you're loosely related to Sasquatch. (laughs) I like the idea that there's only one Sasquatch and his name is Sasquatch. I thought his name was Harry. No, that's... uh, And he went with the Hendersons. That's a fictional movie. We're talking about the real life Sasquatch. That wasn't real. No, it wasn't real. I don't know. I had an Uncle Frank that kind of looked like that. Hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe Uncle Frank has a little more Sasquatch in him than you know. (laughs) Well, you know, I can tell stories, but I won't. That's that's for him to to talk about. Okay. So, wow, that's horrific. You know that there's some women that can take and they could stick a, a ping pong ball in their vagina and pop it out. Oh sure, like in uh, those. Uh, I can do it with a Korean... softball. Oh. A soft a softball, yeah. Oh. I'm actually part of a fast pitch softball vagina league. This is a bad medium for it. I wish you could see the face I made when you said oh, that. I bet it was one of sheer admiration. Um, uh, it's not the word I would use. Shock was the word. Surprise. 
concern. Oh, it's a surprise, all right. Yeah. So, how so you can do a softball. What do you think your maximum is? Like, what do you think you're capable of? Um, with time and effort. Time and effort, possibly a regulation NBA basketball. Okay, with the grips and everything, with the grippiness. Oh yes. Wow. I get very, very moist. If you know what I'm saying. Those grips don't mean shit. Just ask Michael Jordan what it's like trying to handle a wet ball. <laughs> it's all over the place. You slip prefer... and accidentally stick it in your butthole. It's just terrible. I'd prefer to get Mike Jordan's direct opinion on that. I'd like to know how, how you two know each other. I feel like there's a story there. It's not one that I can tell, unfortunately. I have been forced to sign a, uh, you know, one of those uh, non-disclosure agreements. Yeah, yeah. After all that happened with the gambling and everything and him trying out baseball, he didn't want anything else getting out to the press. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So, but I so can he- say he doesn't have hair on his head for a reason. <laughs> mm, that's vague and cryptic, but... Well, that's how I know I could probably fit something the size of a basketball in there. Oh, my God. I just he put went, two and two together. He went yeah. spelunking, if you know what I oh, mean. Oh, I, I gotcha, yeah. I think I saw that picture on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the 90s. <laughs> yes, I think yes. It, I think you know which picture I'm talking about, I know too. exactly which picture you're talking about. It was right <laughs> somewhere near the amazing pud. Yeah. I wonder what ever happened to that guy. <laughs> he putted out. We used to, you know, be in the same circle sometimes. How old are you, Tina? I hope he's not in there. Um, you never ask a lady's age. Well, I just did. But uh, I'll tell you that I've been around the block... Uh, a few times. Okay, so let's see. Around the block. Let's see. A few times. So... Yeah. Four times? Mm. I feel like you're trying to trick me here. Four times into, around into the block? saying that I'm times? 74. <laughs> Are you... Are you I'm 74? Not, I'm not, I didn't say that. Who said 74? It's a very specific number. It is a specific number. Sheesh. I mean, I you, think just... that, you think that you start to lose elasticity and you can just stretch your lips any which way when you're young? No, sir. It takes practice and time. And, and a certain, cell decay. And a certain lack a certain lack of elasticity. Yeah, a certain lack of elasticity brought about by age. Maybe. Yeah. That's called your collagen isn't producing. You say age, I say use, whatever. <laughs> use. That's right, if you don't use it, you lose it, and sometimes you do anyway. <laughs> oh my god. So the nice guys flock to you. Oh, yes. Hmm. Oh, yes. 
where do you find these nice guys on Reddit? Uh, they all flock to my my fans or only fans. I mean, my fans, <laughs> my space, you know, that stuff. It's all whatever. They're all my only fans because three dollars a month is not bad. I mean, I when it's all said and cheap. done, you know, I um, I probably make about nine dollars a month, but still. I'm just getting started. I had a hard time finding a camera with a lens wide enough to capture everything. <laughs> Did you try a fish a fish eye lens? <laughs> fish eyes. Oh, you remind me of this one guy that I met back in the day. Oh wait, no, he was walleye. That's right. But a walleye is a kind of fish, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm no fish. And there was a guy that I knew that only had one eye. So I only looked half as fat as I really am. He thought I was slim and good looking. Half as pretty as I am. I mean. So he had he had like a convex eye. Kind of. Hmm. Something like that. Hmm. He now, also had a wicked hook. <laughs> I'm a little confused, Tina, because you keep talking about fat as if it were a bad thing. And yet you you. You seem to view, you seem to have a very healthy self-image and view being fat for yourself as, as a positive thing. Uh, so, pretty hot and tempting, it's what I told you. Right, right, right. But, but I don't know, it seems like sometimes you're denigrating yourself about it at the same time. I, I'm a little confused as to where you stand on it. This is all part of the act, honey. Just play into it, okay? Oh, okay. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll have you being a nice guy soon, too. I seen your picture. You're kind of cute. Mm-mm. Yeah. No thanks. Oh, I've been told that my that my juices help hair grow. <laughs> I'm well past the point of caring about that. That's why my legs are so lush. Your le Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that's that. That's right. I leak a lot. Very moist. Very moist. Didn't work for Michael Jordan though. Like I said. But I will say that Dennis Rodman, that was all me. The colors and everything? Absolutely. Wow. You know, he's friends with Kim al -Zoo. My urine is very acidic. Oh, God. It dyes things. Do you know he's friends with Kim Jun-ung or whatever the hell that guy's name is? Oh, that cute little potato-faced guy. Yeah, from North Korea. The With the flat top. Yeah, the flat top, the sort of weird... Molody, not Molody. It's like, what the hell is his hairstyle? I think what he does is he gets scared really bad by somebody, and they take a big scimitar and just slice it right across the top of his hair. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. Throw a little bit know. of fish grease in there. You're good to go for the day. So he has Especially that done every day to keep I, his hair perfectly assume. uniform. I would assume. Although he's probably got a whole bevy of women that are that are after him still, what? which is oh kind of gross. What is it about like dictators and and demagogues and 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 pieces of shit like that? I think when you really say dictators, bad... you got two things right there that women like: dick and potatoes. That's why. Well, no, I mean have terrible hairstyle choices. Oh, oh and I thought you meant why they get so many women. No, you seem to have a very one-sided, one-track mind. 
everything. Why do you think I met Mike? Because when I talk to him, everything is fucking dirty. Yeah, I that's, love it. That's true. That's true. He turns my Grand Canyon into the Mariana Trench. If you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> I sure do. I'd like to get me a piece of that. Well, I think that he and his partner are very happy together. I there will be you're... no iceberg sinking that Titanic. I don't even know what that means, but it sounded sexy. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. <laughs> You'll figure it out one day. Maybe you can tell Mike and then he can tell me. Well, speaking of that, Mike does need to come back so we can end the episode. We're... Uh... Running short on... Uh, hey, 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 you don't get to say that. I've listened uh, to you guys before. You don't get to say that. I was trying and to I think trace it's very rude that you're trying it. to cut me off while I'm still working on you. Uh, you're gonna. It's going to require more episodes for you to work me down. Have you ever had a full-body Brazilian hot breakfast massage? <laughs> no, and I don't want one. Why would you think that hair removal would turn me on? It's not Brazilian because of hair removal. It's Brazilian for another reason, one that I can't I can't explain it to you. We'll just say if that you... in Brazil the climate is hot and sweaty. Oh let me tell you something. That shit gets hot and sweaty and it's a breakfast because you, sir, are gonna eat. You will feast. Oh, and then oh. I will feast. Yeah. And massage, uh, because your muscles are going to be real sore and loose by the time we're done. Yeah, that's right. All your muscles. You're going to poop without even thinking about it. <laughs> what do you think about that? I feel nauseous. I feel nauseous. <sighs> yeah, that happens sometimes. It happens. Mm -hmm. It's your extremely aggressive approach is part of it. I'm not good with confrontation, and I don't really like it. <laughs> I'll remember that. I'm sure you will. Oh my god, yes. Well, look, I'm moister than an oyster. I gotta get out of here. Okay. Slide down that thing like a fucking uh, uh, slip and slide. Slide down like what goddamn thing? Your own vagina. Oh. I gotta be careful, because last time I was playing with something, I accidentally stabbed myself in the back of the head. <laughs> I got so wet. Right around the back. Missed my butthole completely. You... I'm almost afraid to ask how you managed to do that. <laughs> I have pictures in case you're curious. Just remember it's only fans. Okay. And you're gonna look for you're gonna look for Tina. The Tyrannosaurus. Moister than an oyster. At OnlyFans.com. Tina, the Tyrannosaurus, yeah. oyster than an oyster. They call me that because I stomp and break cities apart and flatten nutsacks. <laughs> flatten nutsacks. Yep. All, all for a reasonable fee. $3 a month to see it. I mean, we can negotiate other things. Okay. All right. Okay, okay, sounds I'll great. Be, I'll um, be looking for you. I'll be looking for you to join. 
Uh, yeah, I have, I'll get right to that. I have I to, have, I have to I do have my bills. Teasers. I have some teasers on Reddit if you're interested. They um, might look like up-close pictures of the planet Mars because I'm very red right now because of a rash. And I can't get the camera to focus out. But trust me, if you like interplanetary pictures, it's fucking hot. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And maybe I got some villagers living in one of those areas or something. I'm not sure, but I got to go. I got to go. Bye. Bye, Tina. That was a very convincing uh, walk away. A very fast walk away with large, large feet. Well, you know, size 13s. Yeah, I mean, uh, she almost stepped on my nuts just by virtue of the fact that her feet take up so much room. I just want to say that Tina made me intensely, intensely uncomfortable. And by uncomfortable, I think you mean interested. (laughs) Interested (laughs) in a very different way. I don't know. What are you doing? (laughs) That's picking up perfectly on my end, too. Yeah, Adventure decided she was gonna she's gonna climb the wall to get in here. She's like, You're running late. I was in taking a leak. I just this just came to me. We were talking about, you know, Tina was talking about, you know, stuff and we were talking about penises and stuff earlier. I was in taking a leak. And um, one of my cats was in the bathroom with me, and I'm standing there, and all of a sudden she jumped up between my legs, and I pissed all over her head. Oh, no. By accident, yes. This oh, honestly, no. This honestly just happened the other day. I felt so fucking terrible. Dude, it was unbelievable. Like, she just, <laughs> she took it, she took it like a champ. She was just like, oh, God, it's wet and it's warm and you're peeing on me. And she was like, but I can't move. Like, she was petrified by it. I've never had a cat do that to me before. That's crazy. So it got me to thinking about potty training my cats. And I don't know if you know this or not, but Charles Mingus, famous um, jazz musician uh, from back in the day, if you're not familiar with his work, I suggest you check it out. Charles Mingus, it's M-I-N-G-U-S. He had just an absolutely humongous catalog, multi-instrumentalist, and uh, did a little bit of singing and stuff. It's it's just it's just good music. Period. You know, it's kind of like classical and stuff. I feel like with a lot of old jazz and stuff, you can't go wrong ever with it. You know, it, it's always mm-hmm. got something to offer everybody. But he wrote a book, of all things, he wrote a book about potty training cats. And uh, I'd like to get into it, but I feel like we're kind of short on time here, so that's going to have to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Oh my god, I came back for a second, giving it to you, like, I've always wanted to do this, giving it to you, like, giving you, Tommy, that uh, hot Brazilian breakfast that I was talking about earlier. (laughs) Bye. If you'd like to learn more about Storytime with Tom and Mike, visit our website, dembeans.biz, D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot
B-I-Z, where you'll find links to our social media presences, our other uh, web presences, as well as sort of behind-the-scenes stories and links and things like that related to episodes that you've listened to. Yeah, and it's not biz because we mean fucking business. That's right, bitches. Or 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 people, because I don't want to upset you by calling you a bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have called you a bitch. It's, it's. I mean, it happens, man. Everybody gets called a bitch one time or another, or a son of a yeah. bitch. 